This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Well, nothing to break up the news cycle like a shooting, I guess. Louisville shooting. Most people don't even know where Louisville is. Suddenly there's a shooting and everybody knows everything all of a sudden. They know everything about Louisville. They know about guns. They know about banks. They know about the Second Amendment. It's pretty amazing, really, right? I, You know, the, the lunacy around this with people that want to jump. Oh, this is why we need gun control. I see. I see. What if they're wrong? What if they're wrong? Why don't we have this kind of... Um, what if gun control doesn't work is what I'm getting at. What if they take away all the guns, everybody turns into all the guns, and then the, the mass shootings actually go up? What are you going to do then? I mean, that's the theory, really, that you take away the guns and people's right to, to, to uh, um, protect themselves, and you're actually going to see an increase in these violent crimes. No, that doesn't happen in England. Really? Hmm, interesting. I wonder if that's really true. If it's so much better to live in England without guns, why don't people go there? Why don't people go to Russia without guns or China without guns? It's like the last bastion of what makes us American. And you have elected officials like Kamala Harris who want to take that away. Rushing to judgment. Why don't we say this every time there's a car crash or a house fire? Every time there's a fire, I want to say, oh, I knew those matches were going to matches in the wrong hands. Right? Why don't we take away knives? Why don't we wear helmets everywhere we go? Masks, helmets, visors. How, see, this is where, where personal freedom and personal choice, this is really how it kind of became a thing. Right? You want to wear a weapon and a helmet and a mask, and you're free to do so. But here in America, we said, you know, for people who don't want to do that, they should be free to do so as well. And that it should be both. And that people have a right to be able to defend themselves should they choose. And that really is a choice. Now, Kamala Harris, one thing I'm learning as I get a little older, <laughs> the, the news the news isn't really for us. <laughs> What's that? FUBU. Maybe, maybe, Kamala, maybe Annie Kamala would remember this. I noticed she's doing the huck and jive thing pretty well, right? She got the the buy Obama thing going. Now let me tell you here what about we're gonna talk about guns. Some people want to say that they cling to their guns and their Bible, but we got to save lives and people need to do the tough work here in our nation. And they throw in those big words, full of crap. It's not for us. She's listen, listen. Here's my point. She's gonna have her armed protection. Obama's gonna have his. Trump's gonna have his. Biden's going to have his. And if somebody shoots at them, it's not going to be them that lays down their life. No, no, no. <laughs> of course she doesn't think it's a good idea for you to have guns. No. If I had all the gold, if I had all the money and I had all the guns, I would think it would be really stupid for you to have such things as well. Huh. How could you suggest such a thing? This is the way of thinking of selfish people. Do you understand that? 
it's not reasonable to say, well, I have armed protection, but that's a little different because I stand up here and be a parrot for Obama. (laughs) And that somehow gets me uh, guaranteed gun protection. But for you, the schlob looking to go make a deposit for your business, ah, you don't deserve any protection. You think Vice President Annie Kamala, do you think she carries any cash? I'm going to say probably not a lot, if any. How about the business owner that's got to walk in the bank with 10 grand, 20 grand, 30 grand? Do you think he might want to have a little protection? How about the jeweler? Should he have a little protection? I don't know. Not everybody agrees with it, and that's fine. They don't have to carry weapons. They really don't. I've, I've covered these stories so many times, and uh, not only is it not enough that you have this anti-gun movement that wants to jump all over these as an opportunity to take away rights, including some who elected officials to protect those very rights, and yet they've been bought off, paid off, and they jump on the same thing. But the other thing that I've learned is that these stories are frequently used as distractions. Now, for example, we're what? I don't know, about 100 days into the new year. And Annie, Annie Kamala says that we've had 146 shooting this year. Yeah? Well, I haven't heard about Which were the ones that we've heard about, Annie Kamala? Why don't you tell me a little bit more? Anti-constitutionalist, venomous slob. What kind of politician runs on protecting the Constitution and then gets elected and turns their back on it. But those of you that voted for and those of you that worship Auntie Kamala, the first non-African-American woman to be elected as an African-American woman, it's phenomenal really, isn't it? Really phenomenal. What a disgrace. What a disgrace to black people, really. What an affront that this half Indian is going to get up there and pretend to be black and pretend to act like Obama and black people aren't supposed to notice? Why do you think the girls from the, from the Louisiana uh, LSU won't go out there? They're not going to go out there with these phonies. Joe Biden, oh, we should have them all. Yeah, go pound sand. Go pound sand, lady, you and Annie Kamala. <laughs> you can go giggle in the Rose Garden together. But we're not giving up our guns, okay? Plain and simple. So what's what's really, I've learned that these stories, you know, there's been 146 of them, but they only hear about a handful of them. Have you noticed that? Only a small handful. Usually where the shooter's white, that becomes a big story, right? If the shooter's white, it's right, run it, right? If, if it's white, we're going to wash it. That's what they say. If it's a white shooter, we're going to wash it. If it's black, we're going to blame it on the gun. That's what we're going to do, right? That's how they play it. Well, there's a problem with that, and that is that white boys can't jump, but they can shoot. You see what I'm saying? And that creates a little problem, doesn't it? What's the real story going on? That's my question. What are they really trying to cover up? What are they really trying to do? Maybe the fact that McCarthy didn't go to China. Did you hear about this? Isn't this amazing that nobody wants to talk about it in the media? Could it be a cover-up for Biden losing the election? Absolutely not. You're going to run this guy. He's going to be 86 years old in office. What the heck are we doing? What are we really doing? Did you get, in the name of wokeness, you're going to run this old white guy at 152 years old. Unbelievable, really. 
in the name of wokeness, you're going to run a, a, a non-black black woman. <laughs> Call her black. Isn't that amazing? How about, how about if we, we pull Michael Obama out? Boy, those stories going around and around. <laughs> I want to see proof. I don't know. Did you hear about McCarthy not allowed to go to China? Or to Taiwan, rather? Right? Um, uh, Pelosi went and... Uh, who went uh, a couple months ago wasn't too long, but McCarthy says to go. China says no. Start sending out all these threats, and guess what? McCarthy no go to Taiwan, but there's no talk about it. Maybe this whole shooting. Look, a shooting. We've had 126 this year. <laughs> I wonder if she giggled when she said that. We grieve. <laughs> We don't have to make a choice between guns and Second Amendment. <laughs> what kind of crap do you think she's spewing? I can't take it anymore. I really can't. Uh, quite frankly, um, I want to just tell you a couple things. You probably noticed I'm in one of those moods. And I'm in one of those moods, i got to tell you, because uh, two things happen, really. Uh, number one, I went back and listened to part of the podcast that I did on Thursday before the holiday break. And um, <laughs> it's just not the work that I want to be doing. Uh, I didn't get any complaints from you, uh, but obviously I was a little worked up and I'm yelling into the microphone and blah, 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 blah. And uh, it's just not what I want to be doing. This is not a, a, a venting show. And uh, I just, you know, this is deja vu from some other things. I don't need to go down the whole rabbit hole again. But I just, I don't want to be in that position where I'm just so angry. What am I so angry about? I want to share a little exchange with you um, from uh, a good friend. I'm going to leave the uh, name out of it. And the article sent to me, not surprised at all in regards to any of this. And this is a BBC article, Ukraine War, Who Leaked Top Secret U.S. Documents and Why? All right. And then, as I'm sure you've heard this story, the cover-up begins. Those aren't the real numbers. Now, I've been telling you that I don't believe any of what's being reported. And suddenly this story comes out that this, uh, this top secret information is revealed. And... Boom, the media, oh, it's been falsified. Uh, clearly, Russian intelligence has got, like, oh, before the story even broke, they knew that the true report had been altered. They didn't deny that it was a true report. So, obviously, there was some time they, said, they questioned it. So, no, those are lies in there. We don't know who's doing this. So, I emailed back. So, you have this BBC article. Now, we know that BBC is a known propaganda outlet, just like uh, NPR, okay? BBC, I think, is even bigger. I'm sure that NPR was touted as, well, we must compete on the global broadcast stage with the BBC. And that's why we need this uh, socialist uh, radio. Um, so the BBC comes out with this propaganda and my friend says he's not surprised. And I said, I've been telling you it's all lies. I said to the article on the BBC, lying about the lies, saying that the 
that the oh that the real numbers exposed in here aren't true. Of course, no. What what CNN told you is true. Not what not what's been released on social media. <laughs> Just on social media. And um, I said, this is all BS. I said, do you remember the classified Trump dossier that was also leaked? I said, it looked like a third grader made it. Do you remember the Trump dossier story? It's deja vu. Some leaked document uh, sent to BuzzFeed and reported. Do you remember this whole story? Oh, I remember it very well. And this is where the problem begins for people sitting where I'm sitting. Let me tell you the story and I'll tell you why. I said, you remember the Trump dossier that got leaked also? It looked like a third grader made it. Not to mention, not one person in the media ever questioned the authenticity of the Trump dossier. Never. Never one. No, no, it's given to John McCain. Is it now? It will come under strict scrutiny. Oh, really? This document comes out about information about Ukraine, and they say, uh, no, 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 it's not true. Even though it proves what I've been saying, which is that Ukraine is losing, the casualty numbers are lies, and the United States will leave Ukraine hanging high and dry. And all of a sudden, the media now is skeptical of the story, unlike the dossier, which they just believe, 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 believe. I said, when was the last time the media was skeptical about the authenticity of anything leaked? This is a good friend of mine. He says to me, I can't remember that far back. They have junior staff do fact-checking with no time allowed since they want to be the first to post their story online or whatever. So why even bother then? And I said, without any verification at all, they paraded the news around. And I did a quick Google search, and this AP News article came up from October of last year. Listen to this. A Russian board analyst who provided the bulk of the information for a flawed dossier about former President Trump told the FBI agent he was shocked and dismayed about the speculative information he provided was portrayed as fact. FBI agent Kevin Helson is the second bureau employee. I told you that the FBI was paying for this, accused of lying to the FBI about his own sources of information, which he passed on to British spy Christopher Steele. So here you have, admittedly, FBI agents accused of lying to the FBI about his own sources. The Steele dossier contained numerous allegations. And then they basically say if this guy had spoken up sooner, well, maybe this whole situation would have been, would have been avoided anyway. Well, isn't that convenient now? Can you believe this? Nowhere to be reported even. Good luck finding information about that. Who is anybody out there making a concerted effort to right the wrongs uh, the, to Trump's dossier? Uh, do you remember me talking about this? I said, what if this was your daughter running for class president smeared like this? I went on a whole thing. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. And then when I, in the bold face of the evidence, ah, I, I can't remember. I can't be bothered with those details. And you say, well, this guy on the receiving end of this, you know, phew, this is how most people are thinking. Ah, they, blah, blah, blah. Gave him the links and everything back. I get back crickets. No, you're wrong. You've been lied to. You believe it. And you're too stinking lazy to even think to keep your eyes open enough to know that you're being lied to. 
And so all I want to just ask you, why in the hell would I keep doing this? You know, why would I keep slamming my head against the wall? You know, I guess I had this rosy idea that, like, I'm going to begin speaking about this stuff and I'm going to open people's eyes and I'm going to see what's going on and they're going to be angry and upset and want to do something about it. It couldn't be further from the truth. Wrong. Nobody wants to do anything about anything. The demand's reputation on this dossier slandered, the laptop story hidden, and then they're going to come out and say, oh, who leaked the, these? Obviously, Russian propaganda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the Russians are sitting there laughing. The Chinese are laughing. Sad, really, what's become of this country. And a leadership that's just taking it further down. How long are people going to put up with it? I, I um, and, and by the way, I, I don't know. I, I go through these uh, stages where I get frustrated. Nothing, not, never like this. And by the way, I'm not quitting the podcast if that's what's going through. I might like, change direction a little bit. I, I kind of feel like I got to get away from some of the politics anyway. I just... Uh, it's 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 getting worse. It's affecting me mentally, um, and and nothing's nothing's accomplished. Nothing's accomplished. You know, look at all the things that Trump exposed. The dossier plainly exposed. Ah, that's that. What difference does it make now? What do you mean? What difference does it make now? Proof that the FBI was involved in in this sham of the highest level. To take down a sitting president, I told this part of the story. You know, when they were doing uh, political research on an opponent, it was dirty politics. And they were publishing their stories, and you know, then they came out with the Trump dossier. But at the point where Trump got elected, and they continued on with it, all the way to impeachment, right? Keep pushing, pushing, pushing while he's president of the United States, uh, using that as an attempt to unseat an elected president of the United States. Then after he is out of office, they're like, oh, oh, it was a mistake. Not even really. Not even. You don't think that's a big deal. You don't see that as a problem. How nasty, how unethical the, the whole country really I'm almost to the point that it's becoming irre- un- unredeemable. Is that the right way to say that? Irredeemable? Unredeemable? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. You know, it, it, with the, in the face of that much, where's Fox News? Where are the Republicans? Why isn't Biden being impeached for the money that his family's taken from the, from the Chinese? It's a well-known fact. They're like, nah, it's, nah, it's, we, don't, nah we don't control the Senate and... If we had more control and send your donations to the Republican Party, maybe we'll do something about it. You're nuts. And, you know, I was I was talking. I got to tell you where I'm at with this. First of all, I'm not giving any money politically. I'm not giving any time politically. Um, I'm really just dialing back. It, it's just it needs to crumble. Really, I was talking to a, a friend about uh, professional sports, and I said, "Yeah, and we were actually talking about kids and." I'm glad my daughter's not big into sports, and I really don't think until about middle school the kids, you know, today it's everything. They want to push the kids into every sport. I got to think to sign my daughter up for soccer. My daughter doesn't want to play. You think she might want to play? No, she doesn't want to play soccer. 
He's not into soccer at all. And, you know, for kids to play a team sport like that at, at eight years old, nine years old, it's not a lot of fun. It really isn't. A kid playing soccer. They want to do something that they, they get involved, that they can have fun. They run around and play tag and have a good time. He's sitting there with rules and around, kind of competitive. And I think at a certain age, it's good. I'm not saying that playing certain games is bad, but... But anyway, my, I, I just don't understand the people that like devote their whole lives to the sports. It's a game. It's games. That's it. Right? And uh, my friend made a good point. He's like, you know, people would just stop spending their money on it. Oh, yeah. It's really true. Don't blame the NFL. They're just responding to the need, right? It's not, it's not that and the NFL it didn't wake up and say, give me all your money and force anybody to give them all their money and force anybody to, to, to uh, tune in. Amazing to me, really. That you could have an organization sit there and piss all over our flag. People still tune in. And you're going to sit, tell me you love America. You know what I would say? Don't bother anymore. Don't bother. The, the way that America's been loved, it's been destroyed. It really has. Anyway, I'm not yelling. I'm not screaming. But I'm not exactly giving you the uh, highest level of intellectual debate here either. How do you really with this nonsense? Do you want me to give you an intellectual br- breakdown of Kamala Harris? Would that be better? And the vice president spoke. Let's break down what she said. Get out of here. This uh, freak lunatic lady calling herself African-American when she's Indian. And the whole country, oh, first African-American woman. She's Indian. <laughs> and and she's more masculine than Joe. So I don't I don't know what we're really talking about here. Anyway, and I know that you're frustrated. You know how I can tell? From the emails. I can tell that people have just had it. It's all a bunk. All bunk. Oh, I don't remember any of that nonsense. Yeah, because you've been lied to and you believed it. I can't believe this is happening. Wait, wait, oh, people. Wait, what do you think? I, I laugh because I, I, I hear it more. Maybe our currency's done. Our currency's crashed. They're switching. Our, our currency's done. <laughs> people are like very, um, uh, what do you call it, cavalier about it. <laughs> wait till you go to the bank and the doors are locked. They say, well, I don't go to the bank anymore. I use my debit card. Hmm, okay. <laughs> I don't think people have a clue. I really don't. Imagine this for a second. Just imagine that China stopped shipping to the United States. Just imagine that for a few minutes. Month, two months. We're getting ready to start a war with China. And, and, and I can tell you that that's all a big lie. This is, this is deja vu to me, the, the uh, garbage with, the, um, uh, with, with Ukraine. Right? Uh, it, it, the lights have been on in Ukraine the whole time. Oh, Putin just wants to wipe out Ukraine. But if, he, if he wanted to, that would be done. So if China, China is, is telling the United States, stay out of our business, that's all. That's all they want. China doesn't want a war with the United States. But the United States keeps pushy, 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 and they're going to start it over nothing. But the reason that I can tell you emphatically that China doesn't want a war with the United States is because they're still shipping. You don't ship products to your enemies. Do people really that stupid to think that that's how that's going to work? Well, we're going to go to war and they're going to keep sending us the cheap junk. Maybe they'll even lower the prices. That's what people believe. 
That's how foolish people are. So I don't know. For me, I think that my focus really needs to just be becoming as self-sufficient as possible, continuing to work hard and uh, and laugh when I can because uh, there's no sense to be made out of the politics or the news. None at all. Let's talk about a couple other things, shall we? Um, I want to talk a little bit about this uh, AI and... Uh, well, let me get talk about it. Well, let me get these other things, and I'll finish up with AI. Uh, pregnancy problems. Uh, this is from Epic Times, claiming that the uh, maternal morality is at an all-time high. Let me see here. Did this say uh, the United States? Um, scientists come to the United States. Uh, sky <gasps> rocketing maternal death rate. According to the new report, the National Center of Health Services in 2021, maternal deaths soared to their highest rates in almost 60 years. 40% increase in the number of birthing moms who died during pregnancy or within 42 days. Translates into 1,200 pregnant women and postpartum moms who died, compared to 861 the year before. Eh, 400 versus all the lives that were saved from the uh, from the pandemic because of the vaccine, right? Isn't that what Trump told us? It's a good thing, right? He said it, too. Who knows? I'm not having any children. Uh, mother of trans child says she felt bullied by doctors who provide children's gender-affirming care. I find this to be really funny, uh, that any mother would be bullied by anybody when it comes to her child. Sounds like it's just fodder for a lawsuit. Who would turn their child over like this to be mutilated like that? Disgusting. I want to talk about this Dalai Lama story with the tongue kissing. Did you see this? Um, I have more to say about it, but I think I'm going to push that to tomorrow. We'll go over that story and the problems within the church. Let me talk about AI for a couple minutes, and then I want to give you a little push to get your workout routine on. Uh, lots of information coming out about AI, AI bot, chat, GPT, uh, faces growing scrutiny in Europe. People saying the robots coming for their jobs. Can humanism save us? Um, and people uh, afraid that their jobs are going to be gone. I find all this hysteria to be uh, overwhelmingly hilarious because... Nobody that I've talked to even has a clue what AI can do or does or how it works or even tested it. I've been using it daily, okay? And uh, I just got an update, um, and, and I'll just tell you what I'm using. I have a digital notebook called Notion, one of the many digital products I use, and it comes now with AI built in, and uh, as well as um, uh, you can, you can uh, write with it, create with it, as well as now a new functionality that allows it to do uh, like macros, if you will, and you can create the macro. I haven't even really uh, played around with that. And so this is this is pretty cool if you think about like where you get, you know, take this email and, you know, file it, blah, 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 and the computer would be intuitive enough to do that, which is really phenomenal when you think about it. When it gets to the point that it can respond with voice commands and check, uh, it's really going to be very popular. It's going to change the way we use computers a lot. But it's still a computer. And it's always only ever going to be a computer. And the people go, oh, it's going to take over humanity. And Well, only if you sell your soul to the computer. 
And I would imagine that there's people that that do and will, um, but God's still firmly in control, not AI. AI has no arms and legs. AI has no guns. You know, AI isn't pro Second Amendment. Now, could it begin changing information? It could, but quite frankly, even in that regard, I'm like, I, I, I don't know how. I, maybe I don't know how it gets any worse than it already is. There's nothing that you can trust in the media. Nothing. I could go on and on about this. None of it's trustworthy. It's clear to me how it's being generated. There's no journalism being done. People just write whatever, throw it out there. And as long as the advertisers are happy with it, everybody's happy. It's all just about driving traffic. You know, that's all they're looking at, seeing how many numbers to the website, how many viewers on the channel that they can sell their ads. That's all they care about. Do what you got to do to keep those people coming because that's how we sell ads. And people are realizing now that the ads stink too, both the users and the uh, and the advertisers. Advertising has been largely destroyed uh, by the internet. It really has. Where do you go now? Direct mail is so expensive. Email marketing is dead. Faxes are dead. What are you left with? Radio? Who's buying off of radio ads? People aren't buying it. Search. Search is the big. AI is going to become a big driver. Products, services as it helps people to find things, find the best deal. But uh, AI is a tool, bottom line, just like the computer's always been. Um, And as long as you use it for good things, maybe it'll help you figure things out and maybe even help discover the truth. We'll see. Maybe that should be the one built-in thing, that AI cannot lie, cannot deceive. I think that may be the one thing I would require to be built into it. As long as AI can't lie or deceive, everything else is open game. I don't know. Am I out of my mind? I'd love to hear from you. Info at ChristopherScottShow.com. Am I off my rocker? Have I lost my marbles? Tell me the truth. I want to know. I just can't take it anymore. People aren't thinking. People aren't believing the truth to sit there and argue with you over over plain facts. It's crazy. Let me leave you with this. There's a little article here from the Washington Post. How exercise leads to sharper thinking and a healthier brain. You know, it's kind of like the medical marijuana, I would joke. It's like if you listen to the uh, pro-marijuana crowd, it cures everything from male pattern baldness to uh, ingrown toenails, and I find that to be laughable. Not that I don't think that uh, marijuana probably doesn't bring relief to certain people. I'm sure it does. Um, But let's face it, I don't think that most people are partaking in cannabis because of the medical benefits. Just my observation. I could be wrong. Uh, But interestingly to me, people will take pills and potions and try all these different things and justifications, but they will avoid the one thing that works best. That is simply sweating, working out, working hard, getting some exercise, getting some physical movement, being outside, being a little uncomfortable. People will avoid it like the plague. They'll do anything to get away from it, but it's in fact the thing that will make people feel best. I've been killing it. You know, I was getting in shape after my birthday. I dumped some of the, the, the fat from last year and I was ready to go. And then I got sick. And then it's been a week now. I've been better and I've been back working out, getting back in shape. And um, I can see the veins coming out and my skin's getting tighter and my weight. Uh, my weight's not really dry. I'm not really trying to lose any more weight, but, you know, building some muscle and I got a nice routine going for all that. I want to just leave you with this thought. Maybe you're struggling. Maybe you've had a bad day. 
Maybe you just woke up. It's a bad week. It's a bad month. We all get in these funks. You get out there and you do some work and you start building your body and you start getting in shape. And you know what you're going to find? You find you feel better. And I'm going to leave it to you like this. Have you ever had a conversation with somebody who was in shape and they were miserable? It doesn't happen like that. Have you ever been in shape yourself? And you're like, look, I feel good. I look good. But I'm just unhappy. No, it doesn't go like that. When you feel good physically, you feel good all the way around. So if you're feeling a little grungy about the news and whatnot, like I am, Get out there, move some heavy weight, get your, uh, your, your your breath going, breathe a little heavy, get some sweat going, work in the yard. Go cut some firewood. That's good. Go chase after some deer out in the woods. Somebody at PETA, oh, you chase the deer. You're not going to get very far. Get a little running in out there on that trail. You'll feel a lot better. Trust me. God willing, I hope to be back tomorrow. I sure hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day. 